as the Moxie and Rye is sort of like started like a little bit of a life of its own. There's quite a few people now like posting it. And some some of them I would swear they think it's a dare. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, so I'll like, try you're it. You're gonna set somebody up and it's gonna be something horrible, but they're I think they're generally pleasantly surprised with what happens. It's delicious together. I mean, I I can't stress this enough. And it's such a New England thing that I really can't. But I had one person go and actually say to me, I thought you were kidding about this. Right. And then he said, but I tried it and it's actually really good. So, yeah, um, there's been a lot of talking, but not a lot of liquor. So let's start off the show. Oh, yeah, we should probably do the uh, our drink of the show. show. And sure. then it's nobody's business yeah, with our coffee mug. But we're happy to tell you that today it is what, Ryan? It is Katakin Creek. Okay. Um, this is actually our uh, March's uh, Women's Month. And this is our uh, Women's Month barrel release. It's uh, Katakin Creek, who, um, let me just have all the other stuff that I have for this here. Um, I, get, I want to give you the information on this, too. Well, now you're Katakin. I am Katakin. Yeah. It, it is, um, this is, what I love about this, this is, this was filled um, 30, 30 gallon barrel. So it's a smaller barrel. This is from Virginia. Right. Um, it's all Virginian, though. It's 30 gallons. Uh, it's level three char in a Virginia oak, 100% Virginia rye. A mix of uh, Ryman and um, Bracito uh, rye, um, and the uh, the thing with this one was it was a leaky barrel right. um, that it was being aged in. So we we we, we uh, Gio and I tried a bunch of different barrels, and this is the one we sort of landed on that was just really good. And then we found out it was a leaky barrel, so we knew we weren't going to get a lot of volume out of this. Right. But the richness, I think, uh, sort of makes up for it. So this one is named uh, Leaky Binders. Yes, because you're a fan of. <laughs> well, I like the show, but it, it, I mean, it just sort of, I mean, that... yeah, I mean, it really sort of just, I mean, it really sort of, I mean, it had a, it fits so well, right? Yeah, well, let's get into tasting it. Um, it's at what proof strength? Um, this is at 118. Not, um, uh, excuse me, 59, yeah, 118, 59% yep. ABV. And uh, I, I, this That's is. That's pretty tasty. Well, the other so they're part- going so granular as to tell you the different types of grains within the mash bill. Yeah. And also where they're specifying the oak from. And you're saying it's trees raised or coopered in Virginia. I think it's both. It's yeah. both. And it's um, uh, uh, Becky Harris, who's the uh, she's the founder and chief distiller uh, down at Catoctin Creek. And yeah. and uh, she's been doing some fantastic things down there. And when we tasted this. We were like, we, we, we got to have this one. But this is basically a true Virginia product. Yeah. Um, through and through. So you're um, saying it's for lovers. <laughs> well, that's what they say about Virginia. Right. I, I, and I'm going to point this out now because I'm going to not make because uh, I had to drive by the great uh, drive through the great state of Virginia on several occasions. Yeah. Not uh, not the state for great drivers. Really? <laughs> I'm going to put that out there. Yeah. Well, if they're making great whiskey, no, that's we'll okay. always recommend that you be safe about it. But maybe what do you that's think? Do you like it? I'm I mean, enjoying let's it. get yeah, that out to the really audience. Got a lot you of flavor. A, yeah. The wood influence is nice. And and one of the things that I've had conversations over the last couple of weeks are a lot of people are very, very concerned about issues related to oxidation, which I think is problematic in a barrel, in a bottle. Yeah. If you have a, an open bottle that just sits there and it gets exposed to a lot of oxygen, I think it can have a profoundly negative effect on that bottle over a long period of time. Right. This isn't something you should be panicking about overnight or anything like that. But, um, what I found is that these leaky barrels, these headroom or oxidation within the process of it aging yeah. actually contributes to a lot more flavor. 
It yeah, creates absolutely. new congeners, new kind of elements uh, with that oxygenation, right. and it is uh, this is quite delicious. This I, I think this is not really good. Like 60, $65, $65, I think a a, a bargain because it is a really small one. We only we we split this. This is a barrel that was split between um, a couple stores, and it's a small barrel. It's only a thirty gallon barrel to start with. So um, we only ended up with like forty something bottles of this. Wow. So the, I mean, and I think some of them already sold. So um, if you're looking um, to you know to get a whiskey for uh, Women's Month and you want a great one, um, this this would this would definitely definitely fit the bill. Yeah. So fantastic product. Well, and they're doing a great job with all this there. information on the bottle. Yeah. Um, I'm always a big fan of more information on the bottle and less that yeah. you have to search around for. And I think that there's a gift uh, or whatever. Does it have her name on it? It doesn't have Becky's name on it, but you know, she's, she's one of those sort of people that um, she's, I mean, it has the, like, uh, it has on the right Becky and Scott Harris, who, you know, they're the husband and wife team that start right. that, that do it. But she is, um, I don't think she like, I, I don't know. I don't think she crows a lot about the great stuff she does, but the whiskey speaks but for we itself. Will. Yeah, yeah, we will. Yeah. And I think it's really good. Um, very nice. So it's a great product. Something. Yeah. It's, 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 I, I love the label too. The label looks like it's like, um, an old timey sort of label. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, they stamped it with the lock and key and they put, uh, they got the leaky binders. Did they burn it. it around the edges or put, no, they didn't. Yeah. but you can do that. I on like the, the dragon's maps with yeah. the yeah. variety of aging antiquing <laughs> techniques that quite frankly, Rub it in dirt and awful, burn it. but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Fold it I'm not sure because yeah. if any can get up on the, uh, because you know, this, this show is actually on the Julio's Facebook page too. So if you want to follow along, you can go there. And uh, Cousin Vinny usually puts up uh, anything we talk about. He puts up like links and stuff like that. Right. So hopefully we get a link um, up on that. Um, do you want to do you want to completely ruin your palate now? I, I dare you. <laughs> well, uh, Steve, the, the, the Greek vampire dropped oh, off uh, the Greek vampire. Um, it's the hearty garlic spread. I won't I won't I won't try to say the Greek word for it, but we do sell it here at the store. Can you do it? Scorthalia. Scorthalia, I think. I don't know. He's around, so right. probably coming in yellow. Well, I think we'll sum them up if we say it correctly. Yes, it's he like, pops out of like a coffee. It's like saying right. green juice a couple of times. Right. So um, it's also uh, Greek Independence Day. Yeah. This is the Greek independence from the the, the uh, as the Ottoman Empire. The Ottoman yeah. Empire. So um, he he dropped off some. You, you, I know you love this stuff. Yeah. So this yeah. is a spread. That is basically garlic forward, and you can yeah. goes on bread, yeah. it goes on fish, it goes on meat, it goes on crackers. Um, this jar, my only complaint is I need like I'm gonna try top, it. I need I a top of it. The thing is that uh, Steve, when he does these things, he always calls us. Said, "What did you think of that batch?" So he's always constantly asking me to keep up to date on like the batches here. You want the knife and the and the plastic. All right, so I'm, I'm going to try to switch wait, it to wait, wait, let me. <laughs> oh, you want some of mine? Yeah. Oh, so I see what you want to do. Son of a. It's some of yours. Yeah, son of a. You, you're a sneaky bastard, aren't you? Hey, All right, so. food, there are no rules. <laughs> smells, I mean, yeah. when I open that up, you can smell the garlic. I mean, if the audience members wants to try some, I have some crackers up here, and I'll, we can do it all day. You can probably smell it from there. It's got a tang or a nice little kind of kick and bite to it. Oh, this is good. Batch. This is really good. Yeah. Wow. What, Steve? What? What? How do you say? How do you say the product? Scorvalia. 
Skovaya. One minute. No, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the Greek vampire yeah, Me too. It's the Greek vampire spread. That's what you want to look for. And Steve made these up in batches. Um, and it's uh, so good, but it's versatile. You can eat it like this. I know it, you cook this in a huge like cauldron, but why do they come out in these little tiny jars? More, 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 more. He wants it in bigger jars yeah. now, Steve. Just so you know. Wow. This is really good. Yeah. Um, but you can put this on fish. You can do. I mean, seconds. there's a lot of different stuff you can do. That. All right. I'm getting told by uh, by Ted that we get we got to take a break, but we're going to continue talking through the the break on the podcast, right? That's right. All right. What you're listening to is it's the liquor talking. Where you're listening to it is on AM radio eight thirty WCRN. We'll take a commercial break from our radio broadcast. Ten seconds. And go into our Facebook kind of live if you really want to see what all this looks like. Yeah, we'll do something stupid during Which that. Continues with the dare. <laughs> I dare you to look at us. Oh, really? That's even more scary. You're out. All right. What are you doing now? What do you have? Are you? So Randall, so for those of you, who, uh, well, everybody should be watching this thing. Randall just put, pulled out a circus peanuts. For those of you oh. who not, do not know what a circus peanut is, that's the orange marshmallow goodness of vanilla and banana. Um, with, with a garlic spice with bread a, on. You put a garlic spice bread on that, which is, the soft, I don't understand why, but. Kind of mattress of a circus peanut melting into my tongue. With garlic. And then being kicked in the taste buds with some garlic. Mm. That is That is totally disgusting. I'm sorry. We are discussing it. No, disgusting. Oh, okay. All right. Let's. I can't believe what? we just did that. Why do you keep people keep bringing me food? Well, people are going to bring you food, but um. Oh, do you want to? I got some more food. Do you want some more food? Yeah. Oh, okay. Answer is always going to be yes, Ron. Um, um. We have Minuteman kettle corn. Um. This is this is made in Worcester, Mass. Uh, info at MinutemanKettleCorn.com. This is the Irish cream popcorn. So we had some leftover from we didn't we didn't get to do a St. Patrick's Day show. Is that green? So to speak. Yes, it is it green. It looks kind of bluish under these lights, but that it is green. Be the light. It is green. And this one, this one's Irish cream flavored. I'm gonna take some out because I know I'll never get this back. No, no, I'll give it to Randy here. You want to take some of the studio on? Yeah, there's something there in the need to have some before right, they before Randall back, gets it. But yeah, because Randall will never share this. But here you go. Try this. Now they just came out with one for um for Easter too, that's multicolored. But I figured we try, we try because there's a couple bags of this left. But I, we didn't get to do it for St. Patrick's Day. So, what'd you do for St. Patrick's Day? You nothing good? Yeah, I what? stood in the store and poured uh, North Cross Irish whiskey. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, that's North great. Cross Irish whiskey is good. Yeah, it was. It was fun. It was fun talking to people. Uh, we really moved a lot of the product, uh, but um, everybody's like, "Where are we going out after this?" And I'm like, "I'm going home." <laughs> See ya. You've been standing for four hours. I actually had, I had, I was down in Universal at Finnegan's, I think it was. Um, Jennifer made uh, reservations there. And I actually had a, um, two, against my better judgment, I had green beer. And? Well, I had a harp. And they go, do you want this green? And Jennifer had ordered a beer too. And, I sort of like hesitated and then goes, yeah. <laughs> so two green beers come back and it still just tasted like heart, but it was bright, right. brightly colored green. And, but but it's, it's going to be a special dye because like I didn't get like green all over the place. Like it was, my mouth wasn't green after. I view my body as a giant chemistry set. <laughs> yeah. I like the pixels through that set. 
and then no. kind of see what happens at the very end of it. And he's trying to no, no, no. see what happens at the end of that. Did you find that the green beard did anything? I didn't take a peek, buddy, but I'm sure I'm okay. okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, we got a lot of stuff to get to today. This is um, delicious, by the way. No, this thing. So sometimes you get like the caramel. This is the worst thing to do on. This is the worst thing. ones with caramel, but the yeah, the, this one the, tastes the, like the cream actually kind of comes through. through. Yeah, it tastes like it tastes like Irish cream. Yeah, that's good. I mean, they do like I gotta say, this is a small local company, but they do. A great let me job. sell them. They do a really great job. I bring the, my my kids home the like the the kettle corn, and then the um, they have like the movie the movie the movie popcorn. Yeah. Are you no? Please don't no. Don't put the garlic spread. Um, he did. Uh, it's disgusting. The Greek and the Irish have a, a long history of nothing. <laughs> Didn't make it work. All right. When we get back, do you want to do the? Do you want to do the um, question of the show? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, we're not too late. From the Jim Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquor in Rubin and Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with your hosts Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium Randall Bird. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talk right here at WCRN AME Thirty. We are broadcasting from Julio's Liquors on Route Nine in Westboro. If you want to know all the pertinent information? Go to JuliosLiquors.com. You can also um, watch the show on Facebook Live. Go to the Julio's Liquors Facebook page. The show then becomes a hashtag stuff of nightmares. <laughs> then it also becomes a podcast. We can get wherever you get your podcast. Look for it's the liquor talking, like on Spotify and stuff like that. And you can follow on. We do we do our whiskey Wednesdays. We usually do those. Um, if I do, and we do have the radio show, obviously. If I do any interviews um with with anybody in the industry, those pop on there from time to time. So this, um, there's quite a bit of content on there. So uh, check out uh, the uh, It's the Liquor Talking podcast, too. Um, I think it's fun. Yeah. And, and if you have trouble falling asleep. And we think you'll be content <laughs> with the content. Do you? And it won't cause incontinence. And if you, have you went a long way around for that one. All right. Anyways. Okay. So, yeah, I know you do. Um, I think I get a, I get a lot of stuff up here first. All right. So let's start with. Copper and cast. Let me see that bottle oh, right okay. there. And um, hopefully cousin Vinny will put that up there. So the other day, Thursday. Beautiful barley. Beautiful barley. Let me get a let me get a couple of cups for us. Beautiful barley is you, you can actually tell us about the product, but okay. Barrel number MI388, which tells me it's an MGP product aged in Indiana. Five years, 56.9% ABV. And this is a rye also. Right. right? And this is a if you look on the back of the bottle, because like I was saying before, I like products I work with to have as much information as they can on back. It has the mash bill at 51% rye, and this is the unusual part, 49% malted barley. This is why it's called beautiful barley. Yeah, we put the distillery, the bottle date, the barrel date. And so beautiful barley is not just the name of the mash bill, right. but it's the name of um, one of the best dogs that's ever lived, my dog Barley. The mayor, I used to call him the mayor because whenever he'd go somewhere, everybody wanted to be friends with Barley. But uh, he yep, passed exactly. away this 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 winter. And um, uh, so uh, Puppy Day, National Puppy Day was on Thursday. And uh, MSPCA had a um, had a uh, fun drive. Yes. And we have been we've actually been collecting five dollars of every bottle sold 
for the MSPCA, but they had people were matching funds on the MSPCA. So wow. uh, we, d- we just did a $500 donation in Barley's name uh, to the MSPCA, and that should have been also doubled. So like a thousand bucks went to the, the people who helped keeping him around a little bit longer, which was great. We had him for almost another year. Yep. Um, and uh, we, we, we always say thank you for that time. So here's to Barley. Here's to Barley. And I have to say that dog was a winner. Oh, yeah. Thank you for that time. Yeah. I got his heard children. His heard children in and out of the pool. Australian Shepherd. Shepherd. And it was people know Australian Shepherd is actually an American um, breed. They would herd Australian. They were just sheep (laughs) out on the West Coast, but they're actually an American breed. Yes, he was funny. He would, you could either do one or the other. You could either, like in the summertime, you could either be in the pool or you could be out of the pool, but there was no transition in between. No. if you were in he kept you in if you were out he kept you out so right. you had to trick him a little bit but he is a uh was a great dog so yeah yeah great whiskey yeah and the and the word the, like the name of it works for both the product and yeah. even if you don't know the story but it just makes it more significant when you have a special dram to memorialize uh absolutely um so survived by flynn right yeah flynn flynn is still in matter of fact my uh, youngest daughter was anytime soon though. <laughs> no <laughs> we get a crazy whiskey we might name it after flynn yeah. maybe it will i don't know um but um you know if you if you want we're still we're still collecting money on that too yeah. so if you um i think cousin Vinny just put it up on facebook um and if you still want to donate to the mspca they do great work down at angel which is on which is in boston so yeah, that's really, a high really proof strength on that. That's probably oh, yeah. choking you up. Yeah, that's right there. Oh, yeah, I, I swallowed wrong, but I'll, I'll get over it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, let's see. You hit me with a question. No, no I'm going to do the question of the show during the, the break. The break. And then, then we'll come back. Yeah, okay. we'll come back on it. Right. Um, so I've noticed lately that um, there's been some really wacky stuff going on, more so than lately. normal. Okay. Lately. <laughs> All right. Well, if you remember back, there was I had three. I should probably do this. Hold on one second. Hold on, let me let me let me let me do this here. Sound effect alert. Yeah, sound effect trigger alert. Warning. Trigger, trigger warning. I don't know if you remember. We had the. Uh, um, I asked you to choose a couple lawsuits and stuff that were going oh, yeah, on. Yeah. We didn't choose this one, and now it's blown up. So okay. here we go. All right, so this has to do with uh, the good people down at uh, Jack Daniels. Okay. All right. So Jack this has Daniels, been in development and it's just changed, or well, it's now it's going to the Supreme Court. Oh, okay, there it is. All right. <laughs> so, um, so this toy this and ties in with the dog thing too. Okay. Um, Jack Daniel targets toy maker. So. Um, Bad Spaniel's dog toy maker before now it's going before the Supreme Court. So actually, I have a picture of it for you to see. It's got Bad Spaniel, the old number two Tennessee carpet, and it looks like a a Jack Daniels sort of. This is an infringement on what they perceive as their brand kind of bottling. Yeah, you know, but they so they they believe that the 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 label yep is too close. Okay. You know, old number two, right? And uh, if they say that all, you know, this sort of so like, a a cute it's a cute okay. And it looks like a Jack Daniels bottle is what Jack Daniels has claimed. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it has on there 40, 43% poo by volume. 
I mean, it's just like, you know, it's not a tongue in cheek, the whole thing. And, and it does have on the packaging that this, uh, this product is not affiliated with the Jack Daniels distillery. But I think, I think almost that's my personal opinion. That's maybe where they go wrong because they just admitted that it is like, it is, it looks looks like like Jack wants to be confused, but but they tell you not to be confused. And, um, there's a whole there's a whole big boohoo about this, but here's here's my problem. Is anybody really confusing this dog toy? As a matter of fact, I would go to say I would say that if you have if you're a Jack Daniels owner and you have a dog, that you may buy the toy because it looks like a Jack Daniels bottle. So it's pleasant for you. The dog doesn't care. The dog doesn't care what the doesn't the thing realize on, right? the, you know they're treading on some intellectual property and brand development they don't care they're chewing on it <laughs> yeah i don't know i have mixed feelings about this because if you don't take it as the toy right you do parody of la- existing labels and then write on there that you're not trying to take advantage of it you're pretty much heading into a territory that i would call tatering so if you, but that would be for a whiskey that is not Jack Daniels that says it's, you know, Jane Danielle's, right? Like, yeah. And that has a similar one. We've seen this happening as people right. try and obscure. That's more, right. That's more over the brand. So as this is happening in the industry, and I think people are a lot more sensitive to it, this becomes more like they've tatered up this dog chew toy. But like in the end, in my opinion, who cares? Well, I Unless guess you're I trying guess to break discus, into the whole dog chew to a market, and now you've been. I think discus got involved involved with this, which is basically the distillers, um, you know, uh, about a coalition. Yeah, and and of course, of course, they're doing probably an amicus brief, right, in support of Jack Daniels. But here's I got it. I because this one uh, legal legal officer Courtney Armour states this is their discus chief legal officer. Um, in the release, this case involves dog toys, but does not take much imagination to see how this lead to a uh, humorous product that encourage binge drinking, blacking out, underage drinking, drunk driving. The industry must have control over the trademarks for responsible advertising initiatives to succeed. Now, I, 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 to me, that is a huge jump. Leap. Jeez. Leap off the rails to actually say that this is going to be this, this, this type of dog toy, which doesn't say alcohol on it, but it looks like Jack Daniels is going to lead to binge drinking and all this other stuff, underage drinking and all this other stuff. But the dog would have have to be at least three years old, which is 21 21. in dog years. Right. But here's the other fact to that. Didn't you just make an argument that, I mean, this is sort of done in the humorous way. So it's not really the alcohol. But you're saying that this may like something like this would lead to that. And they're saying they they go to great lengths to make sure that when they put stuff out there, that they're 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 putting basically disclaimers, not so it doesn't lead to that. But isn't in a way she making the argument that alcohol should not be in any advertisement? Right. Because even though this is done in a shameless way, couldn't the advertisement itself, she's sort of making the argument that the advertisement itself could be construed. To, to encourage binge drinking, underage drinking, and so forth by doing anything that looked glamorous rather than humorous. Right. Or even if it looked humorous. Look at the 
the um the uh, what was the ultra light this this year in the Super Bowl? Uh, Michelob Ultra Light in the Super Bowl, where they sort of took a uh, off Caddyshack sort of approach, where it's all like everybody's goofing around. Yeah, you know. So I mean, I do have a problem. Like I understand protecting your trademark, but I think we. I think you I think you may have gone and, and anything that had to do with alcohol, I would definitely tell them to pursue it or anybody that was putting a sign up that looked like Jack Daniels and stuff like that. But to, a, a dog chew toy to me, it may have gone right. a little bit over or the candy edge. or other things that you could say well, this candy, is specifically like, for a dog. Yeah. Like no kid is going to chew on this. Right. It's it's Jack Daniels flavored candy that you don't say Jack and, Daniels on it, but it tasted like bourbon. Right. And we'll get into the argument of whether Jack Daniels is a bourbon. I don't want to get into that one, but but you know, then then I see like okay, now now you saw it, even if it's sort of humorous. Now you saw to make you can make that that argument. I I, I think as a, a listen, I get the point. As a corporation, you got to go after anything that does this, right? But I think you know you got to be open court, to Supreme Court on. and parody. Well, you can a parody of the whole the whole situation, and uh, listen. I have I have a uh, Flynn has a chew toy that he walks around with with Wilderness Trail that they make that he's runs around with the Wilderness Trail that says Wilderness Trail on it. It runs around the house with, and we think it's funny because we're like, oh look, he's drinking again. Yeah, <laughs> but no one actually thinks he's drinking. But he is at least three. He's he's over. He's he's, he's, he's over, twenty-one would, dog years. So. Yes, I should probably say that. Uh, he's of age. All right, Randall. That's enough of that. Get us out. your head's spinning. It could be what you're right. drinking. It could be it's the liquor talking, but we'll be back after this commercial break with more on the radio podcast. Still got 20 seconds. You, you stole oh, my gosh. So yeah. still are, Ted if, killing me over here. <laughs> the macabre, we have a lot of dead air for you right now. And uh, please just uh, hang oh, on as we try and get to that commercial break, at which point we'll be considering live, even though that air was dead. Dead. We'll be doing the uh, the question of the show when we get back to it. How did 10 seconds okay, go to 20 on. seconds? You said 10 seconds. And then you said 20. Uh, Ted. I say it the same way every time. Two minutes, one minute. Yeah. 30 seconds and then 10 seconds. All right. All right. I thought I heard 20 seconds. Well, we've got we some questions to be answered. Yeah, let's go. It's, Not the, just liquor talking. it's the liquor talking. We'll right. go. We'll have to drink a little bit more, I guess. All right. Anyway, so um, we're, we're let's do during this break. Let's do the larceny question of the show. Okay. All right. Now you're going to pose the question over the break, but you're going to ask it again on the air, and right. that so will be answered. Anybody that is listening to us at the Google machines or on the, on Facebook would like to answer this. They certainly can, and they can put it put it down. I'll I'll look and see what. Who, 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 but that's just the benefit of, of being able. No, to you know okay. you can't do it. Um, what liquor and liqueur are combined in a red apple martini? What liquor and liqueur? are combined in a red apple martini. So is it sour apple vodka and whiskey, gin and sour apple liqueur, whiskey and apple schnapps, or D, champagne and apple schnapps? So you have sour apple vodka and whiskey, gin and sour apple liqueur. 30 seconds. Whiskey and apple schnapps, or champagne and apple schnapps. 
Those are your choices. I feel slightly sick. Do you? Hearing these options. It's a, we'll the, I, didn't give you the, I didn't give you the poison apple. Right. It's, the, it's called the red apple martini. Ten seconds. Okay. You, you see where I'm going with that? Yeah, no. <laughs> straight, straight down. Downward spiral. Down, down, down. All right. What do you get when mix a spirit specialist extraordinaire with Lord Supreme Commander of the Gardens? You get It's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and spirits medium Randall Bird. Live from the Jim Bean Cold Storage Studio in Julio's Liquors. Hey, everybody, we're back. So it's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AMA 30. And uh, you can watch us on uh, Facebook Live. If you like Julio's Liquors Facebook Live, you can check us out there. Uh, during the break, I gave the uh, during the grave, I gave the Facebook audience the question of the show. And right. I will now give you all Which has the remains unanswered. Yes. So I'll give it all to you. You mentioned on that uh that what's that? Uh yeah, Irish it's the, Irish it's the Irish cream popcorn. Popcorn from uh Don't something delicious in front of me and expect to have any kind of restraint. All right, here's the larceny question of the show. You ready? Mm-hmm. What liquor and liqueur are combined in a red apple martini? Whiskey. The first one is of A is sour apple vodka and whiskey. B is gin and sour apple liqueur. C is whiskey and apple schnapps. Or D, champagne and apple schnapps. All right. And, and they're calling this what again? They're calling this a red apple martini. All right. That doesn't because, help at all. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but the martini to me rules out the two whiskey and possibly the champagne, uh-huh. needing only B, mm-hmm. the gin and sour apple liqueur the gin and sour apple liqueur and that would mean if you're doing that logic would leave champagne and apple schnapps correct no no I, i'm saying i like the gin oh you want the gin and sour I, don't, apple. I don't know many martinis that mm. use champagne mm. you know the problem the word martini though right there's so many <laughs> it's like they just use it for as a replacement of cocktail right a lot. So you're going to go with the gin. Oh, and well, sour- I'm, I'm taking it as though you're actually trying to make a martini. Okay. Well, you're saying you're saying gin and sour apple liqueur. Well, that's my guess. I, right. I have no Studio idea. Studio audience, A, B, or C? Or D? Gin? Gin? Which is C, whiskey, Champagne. and schnapps? Okay. So we got a mixed bag here today. I think the best Most of them agreeing with, would be D. Most of them are going with you. Champagne, you think That's champagne and apple schnapps? Path to take. I know it really is. The answer is C, whiskey and apple schnapps. Uh-huh. If you want to make a red apple martini, combine one jigger, um, which is an ounce and a half for those of us in the royal uh, crown royal whiskey, one jigger of apple schnapps or sour apple vodka, and one jigger of cranberry juice and ice into a drink, shake well, and strain into a martini glass. So the answer is C, whiskey and apple schnapps. But it is no longer a martini. Uh, I think that's okay. So, well, so they're just throwing everything under this martini category, like chocolatini or coffatini. Or- well, that's the problem with the word teeny. You know, you start using like they add teeny onto the add everything, or, or you know, and that makes it just specifying that that's it's the a glass cocktail. You're that, use. That's the glass you're going to use. Exactly. All right. All right. Well, and none of those sound tasty to me. Well, isn't that really, I mean, especially since they're using basically um, 
They're using, they're using Crown Royal, which is Canadian whiskey. But they but, have an apple flavored. Well, now they okay. do. So you could actually take uh, that and basically just add, what was the other ingredient? Just uh, cranberry juice. Yeah. Hey, listen, here's You could take that one and just add cranberry juice. That's what John Red does. green. That's what John does. Crown apple, right? Because the crown apple is the green bag, but you're making a red apple martini. And red green was one of my favorite shows on cable for a while. It was Canadian uh, do-it-yourself guy. <laughs> he was a Canadian do-it-yourself guy. All right. Um, you know what we should probably do? We should probably drink we some more. We should probably end. Well, we should okay. probably drink some more. All right. All right. So um, very excited uh, this week um, just came out. And I wanted to do this today. Um, Maker's Mark, we did this. Um, matter of fact, we're going to be doing some stuff about this uh, today, as a matter of fact, um, after the show. But Maker's Mark, we did help Steve Euless at Fireflies right. come out with a whiskey that specifically went with his barbecue. Right. Right. And it was called Fireflies. Well, you, you kind of crafted the, the whiskey. Well, we crafted the whiskey. Based just, off eating the barbecue, which is my excuse to eat a lot of barbecue. Research. Exactly was. So the the whiskey was called Pitmaster Prime. And I'm actually going to pour you some of this because this is the original one that, that we did down in Kentucky. Okay. All right. You take Pitmaster Prime. Pitmaster Prime, we ended up calling it. And it went very well with Steve's barbecue sauce. I'll, I'll pass this out to the audience so that they can have it. This one here was um, for God's one, 108.2 um, proof. But we used Steve's. Um, flavor staves, and right. there's no other way of saying it. it's flavor staves. Um, back into the barrel uh, to For come up with this aging and finishing. That's right, and those are posted on the outside of the bottle, right? They are, and um, so here is. Mm. We wanted this to be sort of for Steve, and you know, we wanted this to be sort of like you could replicate it over and over again. So by doing the so as you move forward, he would be able to take that recipe and still make great pairing because this is, you know, like a lot of people it ran out and it's gone. Right. Yeah. It's gone. I mean, if you do a nice job, you're done almost as soon as yeah. it's, it's out. So well, people start snapping it up. Yeah. Yeah. So this here is um, Pitmaster Prime 2.0. Right. So this is the next um, iteration. But it's, if you look at the bottles. It's got the save stave combination. And so by the way, the just so you know, flavor. just so you know, the the I said the, the first one was 108.2. The new one is 108.9. So almost identical ABVs on these. Right. You know, um, proof. And the so, taste is very similar. It's got the same so let's, kind of. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing now. Bandwidth. Yeah. While you were yapping, I was drinking. All right. And sampling and uh, very, very similar. But not the same. As these are really have these are really similar. identical single barrels. Yeah, it's tough because what 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 uh, Maker's Mark does is they basically make a batch of Maker's Mark, like they're going to make Maker's Mark, and they don't dilute it. But they, they that Maker's Mark is a small batch setup, so they mix a bunch of barrels together to get a very specific flavor profile. Right, and that's what they did with this. They did that first, and then they filled a filled a a new uh, a, a, another barrel with that mixture. And then we've put these other staves that float inside the, like a tea bag within, uh, in, a, in a cup of tea. Inserted the stave staves directly into, into the, the liquid. liquid. And then that gets put away. So the only influence uh, on this, uh, on this Maker's Mark small batch, so to speak, are those like flavor staves. Right. 
And that's supposed to give you, like, if you like the flavor state, it's supposed to give you a fairly consistent product, but it still depends on how consistently they make the batches of Baker's Mark, which are pretty or the temperature close. conditions I mean, or a variety. Put it in a cave that has pretty much the same conditions all the time. That's that that's sort of the that's sort of the the inside baseball. I would this. say that you know there are a variety of people who may have that, taken pictures with it and sat on the barrel and done all these things, and that will that's have it, a huh? profound effect on right. how you sound like no, no. Good. I mean, it tastes it tastes very very similar. You would be easily it would be easy to confuse these. I think it would be definitely. I think these we the prime done. has more of the wood spice and a slight dryness on the tongue than the prime 2.0. Okay, but but if it's prime, isn't it not 2.0? Yeah, master prime. Yeah, well, you're talking about a prime number, right? Like it's the prime. It's, yeah, it's the prime directive. No, it's, it's the first <laughs> one, right? That's what I went, prime I know. Is. so. Yeah, but primary but it's school primary. Right. Yeah, I know, but okay. you have to give you have to give some sort of continuity so people know that they're getting the same staves without the flavor okay never mind just put it in the flavor i don't know uh but anyway pitmaster prime 2.0 or pitmaster prime the very first well, you can't edition. get the other one now um pitmaster prime. it tastes great no matter what yeah. they have so don't worry about, the, worry about the flavor right and uh no problem there this the, the new one i think is uh really good yeah and it's got the same um and and one of the things that we did was like that it's got that that mocha sort of flavor to it that really yeah. set off on the barbecue. So I think this what went, or as the Brits would say, maca. Maca. So, but it's, I think it's, I think it's excellent. So I think people are going to be very happy with the new barrel that they're going to be, be able to have with uh, Firefly's barbecue. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to test it with the barbecue. You need some barbecue to make sure that everything sort of is all, still, you know, all keep everything, you know, so that we're comparing apples to apples. Or barbecue brisket to brisket. All right, we well, can do that. All right, listen. Um, that's out now, and it's yeah, it's out now. But he has some of it at the store, right? At the Fireflies, they already have it at the. They already have it at the restaurant. Yep. So, um, all right. I'm hoping on this next thing that you can explain something to me. Oh boy. Okay. So you're in trouble already. Well, because you you're you're into like you know you're into like soda and all these like sort of like these non-alcoholic weird drinks, right? Sunny D. Sunny D. Uh, oh, okay. All right. It was just Sunny Delight, right? Sunny yeah. D. And they have now come out with a vodka seltzer. Have you heard of this? Uh, it's the packaging right I'm there. You want to grab the box. It. I yeah. don't know what I'm looking at, really. I just never thought. 5% alcohol by volume and gluten free. Like, but this, is like, a, this is like a bit. Yeah, 95 calories, zero sugar. Um, real fruit juice, and I don't. I'm looking for the ABV. I'm trying to remember the commercial. Do you have any of the vodka with the purple stuff? Because they always said that in the commercial, right? Well, you got what do we got? We got the purple stuff. We got milk. We got Sunny D, but they never. Sunny, great. The Sunny D should come out with another one called the purple stuff. Yeah, like this. The follow up should be the purple stuff, and that should be in the way that you have to move it aside to find the Sunny D. That's if you're following the commercial. That's that's all I'm saying. Four point five percent ABV. So the news in a minute. I'm more like okay. So here we are. Again. Oh, it doesn't look like I have day. never yeah. sat down in my life and thought, you know what I could use right now? An alcoholic sunny day. A sunny day. Well, Just even if I add alco- even if I added alcohol to it, here I'll give it to the 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 studio so they can try. But even if I added alcohol, I'm not usually that is sunny day. But but it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be carbonated. Sunny D wasn't carbonated unless you left it in the refrigerator. No, it has definitely, like, um, 
they've added a tang to it that doesn't exist in the original Sunny D because it was so sugar forward. Yeah. But to get to 95 calories, they probably couldn't put the cup of and a half of sugar into it. I'm not sure that that's what was in Sunny D, but Sunny D was sweet and had a vaguely tang yeah. orange taste. Right. This has a vaguely I, tang orange taste, but is not sweet. Sunny D was in between like orange juice and tang. Yeah. With more sugar. One minute. Right. It, it, I don't know like a lot of people that were like really teed up on Sunny. Like, well, they did. If they drank yeah. it. Yeah. But I mean, like Sunny D, I got to have my Sunny D. And then all of a sudden now it's in vodka and seltzer. And everybody's like, oh, you're going to get to Sunny D. It just doesn't. I don't know. It just isn't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, I guess. It, it tastes fine. Mm -hmm. Is it? I mean, it tastes like, it doesn't, but it doesn't really taste like, like a child's flavor, too. Yeah. But it doesn't taste like yeah. Sunny D. Sunny D was like 30 seconds overly sugared. Right. Orange it's juice. Sweet. It's not sweet. It's not sweet enough. This would be a really screwdriver good. if it was. Right, and it's not orange. It's vodka and orange juice, but it just has an orange flavor. It has an like orange flavored, it's orange-flavored vodka seltzer, people. This is what this is. Ten seconds. All right, well, get us well, out of here. You have to this. taste it for nostalgic reasons, but... Why? She's got to for a sudden day. I've never been talking here on WCRN, AM 830 on your dial. This is not like Moxie. No. <laughs> you Yeah. It's got that. It's got that chalky baby ass. And John, you're right. But the whole thing with Sunny D was that it was like highly sugared right. orange. I get the Sunny D flavor, but I don't get the. No, but I don't think it's the got the flavor in it. No, it, I I smell it. I taste it. Boom! That's that tang. I don't know. I, I, it's just it's just to oh, me. No. It's just, I, what is it? Like, what is this? What, have you ever sat there and thought, I need Sunny D, and I'm going to mix this with vodka? You well, I'm sure a child no. because you've been like, oh, what's this about? Let's put it. Let's put it this way. I think. I think that people have. I think that people have added vodka to Sunny D. Don't get me wrong about that. Right. Okay. I think that's happened, but it's not carbonated one. Unless you left it in the refrigerator way too long, like you know, you opened a bottle of Sunny D and it like started to ferment, then it might be carbonated and have that tang to it. But you would just add vodka to Sunny D. It wouldn't taste like this no. at all. All right, I dig I think this needs deeper investigation, which would be uh, a new episode of Law Order <laughs> SDV. All right. All right. Since we're on this stuff, do you want to try something else? Uh, I, now I'm scared a little bit. Well, here, let's try this one now. Because <laughs> it's going to be worse. Whiskey and lemonade. Town Spirits uh -oh. does this one. Whis did All you right. give me this one? I you give me this one, right? Yes. So, so this one, and this is like, okay, so now I get this. Now, here we go. Natural. This is corn whiskey with natural flavor, but this is supposed to be a Dell's lemonade, right? That's what they they got Dell's on the front. No, they they they're using Dell's. They're lemonade. using yeah. Dell's lemonade yeah. to make this, right? So is this carbonated? I don't even think this is carbonated. Is it? They're using Dell's, they're using Dell's lemonade. Yeah. No. Here you go. So this is basically whiskey and Dell's and Dell's. And for our listeners around the globe, Dell's is a very famous like Rhode Island brand. It's one of the institutions. That people associate with Rhode Island. It makes a it delicious like lemonade. They have these like it's frozen, lemon, like frozen lemonade, lemon, uh, frozen lemonade stands or uh, trucks that go around. They're quite popular, right? Of course, without the alcohol. Yeah, they didn't. They don't have the alcohol. Right. And the only way to get the alcohol in it was to actually have some in your car. I'm sorry, did I say that? I didn't mean to. Anyway, so um, 
Dell's same lemonade. Same color, by the way. As it's the same color. Well, it's also the same color as Dell's lemonade. This is right. this color of Dell's lemonade. Okay, that tastes like Dell's lemonade with whiskey in it. Right. That, that's that's actually pretty good, guys. This is, by the way, this is six percent. Yeah, this is a little, a little bit higher, a little bit higher ABV on that one. And it but, has that nice Dell's uh, or lemonade kind of tartness. I think they did a nice job with this. I, they did a really good job on this. I had just found it in Rhode Island, and so I wanted to uh, brought it up like we do for some of the stuff yeah. that we find. This is really good. Yeah. I'm not like I'm not getting overwhelmed with the whiskey flavor. No, but and, and sure if you're looking for a summer day and you want to throw back something that's, that's going to taste a lot like lemonade and also uh, have a little bit of kick to it. Yeah, I'd say this would be a fine pick. I, I, I could probably get really in down. Big, big trouble drinking these better than the sunny day. Not carbonated. Good. Um, tastes great. So if you look for it, you see town spirits. Whiskey lemonade, the Dell's thing on it, it's uh, corn whiskey and natural flavors, six percent. These are nice. I don't even know the price on these or anything like that. No, we just we found the can and we we brought it in. So. Uh, by the way, so if you're into nostalgia back, yeah, I'd get Dell's lemonade before I get Sunny D. I mean, that means more to me than that, right? All right. right. Okay, we're gonna come back. I'm. Can we? I got. I got to do. I got to do. I, we're gonna do one more. We're gonna do one more lawsuit. <laughs> sure. Because so, this one, we've been talking about a lot about flavors today. We got to do this one. All right. That's All right. Nice. Please stay All tuned right. as we return we'll back, back to the radio show. show. All right. Let's see. I may make sure I have everything. Yeah, I got a lawsuit. Okay. <laughs> The concierge of all things alcohol, Ryan Maloney, and the medium of spirits, Randall Bird, join forces every week to bring audio nourishment to a parched audience. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studios in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And we're broadcasting from Julio's Liquors on Route 9 in Westboro. Go to julioslickers.com. Um, when we left last, we tried Sunny D vodka and seltzer. Um, we went that This was over the commercial break, right? Yeah. And, uh, uh, we, we continued yeah. over the commercial break. Yeah. But during the commercial break, we tried ta- uh, Town Spirits Whiskey Lemonade with, with made with Dell's, which is a Rhode Island institution. Yeah. Of, of making lemonade, lemonade. Yeah. Uh, corn whiskey with natural flavors, 6% ABV. Um, that was a hit. Yeah, I think, it, well, I don't know. Let's ask our audience. What do you guys I think? think? Was... I, get, I get thumbs up across the board. Um, and they're halfway into a can of it. So yeah, yeah they're, they're all right. So, um, and they put the Sunny D behind the purple stuff. And what's the purple stuff? I totally forgot about the purple we got, stuff. We got milk. We got purple stuff. We got Sunny D. Sunny D. Yeah. All right. So anyways. Um, I gotta do this one. Hold on. This is another lawsuit that I just thought okay. I found hysterical. All right. Well, it seems Molson Coors told to stop claiming the competitors' light beer tastes like water. <laughs> Are they gonna hit somebody with a shovel? So is, this a, is, is this an argument that we saw a year and a half ago? Coors Molson Coors advertises slogan light beer shouldn't taste like water. Has launched in brand in some hot water of its own. Um, they're basically at, saying that competitors equaling competitors light beer to water. Um, it was challenged by Anheuser Busch, saying like, "Well, our stuff doesn't taste like water." 
in, uh, in you, how dare you so say that our stuff tastes like water? Them. In the commercial, yeah. they call them out. By, uh, they, yeah, they're saying that the other brands taste like water. Well, in, in, yeah, maybe you're right, Randall. In Bush might like mean us. Right. <laughs> oh, you can't, I would be like, well, you can't mean us because we don't taste like water. So, but uh, there was a, remember there was a fight in Florida where the guy went after his uh, neighbor with a shovel because he accused him of yes. water beer. Well, we've water, done that. On, okay. Now it's now elevated itself into the court system. Right. However, the, the beer company claims the slogan represents nothing more than an opinion. Right. And now appealing the regulators' claim, stating the cheeky advertising tactic does not cross any legal barriers. Um, <laughs> kettle. Yeah. Meat black. black, yeah, meat pan. Um, we did a. I don't know if everybody remembers this. We after the shovel incident, yeah, because <laughs> that was in Florida, by the way. Oh, was it in Florida? Yeah, yeah I think it, was. it was Florida, man. I think that uh, we, we sort of went through they they pretty much all taste like water, right? We did a taste test, I mean, that's we lined up a bunch of things, yeah. And literally, it was like almost flavorless, which I think was the point. Was the point. And by the way, I think the one that tasted, tasted when we did it on a sliding scale, if I remember correctly, the one that tasted most like beer was the non-alcoholic beer. Right. <laughs> the light, the light non-alcoholic right. beer, I might point out. Um, I mean, could you stand up on the defense and say, we meant us too? Right. Like, that's my point. Yeah. It's like if they didn't specifically say, Blank Ryan's right, light right. beer tastes right. like tastes water. Like water. We we don't taste saying, like water. That's what they do. Like, ours tastes doesn't like, taste like water. It's beer tasting beer. That's a lie in itself, and that's where they should be sued. But, um, and then just say, you know, the well, other place. I guess, I guess everything has to play out in the courts now, which is. Yeah, so this is what's going to happen now. Because, because if somebody is paying attention. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put it out there. Why don't we make an RTD that's just four uh, percent ABV and it's uh, water? Water. I think people have tried that and failed because they don't know how to market it. Well, they put like taste like beer. They should be called yeah, no, like yeah, exactly. Taste like beer. No, taste like beer. Alcoholic water. Hard water. Hard water. Right. You gotta do it the oh, right you way. Can't, yeah, right. you can't use your shampoo yeah. with this. Yeah, exactly. Is that a shower? Beer? Suds up with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I didn't pull this article, and I meant to pull it, so I, I will bring it back to this. Coors just came out, Coors, which is Molson Coors, right? Coors just came out with a beer-flavored freeze pop. In my house, we call that ice. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like a court, like if, like if you're gonna make a beer-flavored like pop shouldn't it be a, shouldn't it be like beers with like flavor to them so i don't, I know. don't know i just it just baffles you're me you're just a witness to the craziness that swirls around well, everybody has right. to be yeah. litigious uh these days and yeah. get their get their point across um all right well so i i'm deciding so how i want to torture you some show and they were talking about they said well would you like a water they were offering it in their kitchen they said would you like a water and they said well what kind of water <laughs> And they were like the tap, and then they're like, no. Uh, <laughs> it's playing out in the houses, or at least in the portrayal of houses across the United States. Then you know, I just can't. Like you're, you're right. Well, listen. You you walk into a restaurant, they'll say like, you know, would you like like would you like water still or sparkling? 
Right. All right. That that's one thing. But you start getting down to down in Florida, I always say sparkling. Because right. I, like I, I don't know if they're gonna give me tap water, which is very chlorinated down there if you're not sort of used to it. Or you know, depending that would place I might say, like, well, what type of water? Like, what do you like? Oh, it's filtered. Okay, I might take that or something like that. But yeah. like straight out of the the tap down in Florida, I'm like, no, thanks. I went swimming today. Well, I like my water like I like my women. Sparkling. <laughs> All right, here, try this. Until they're still. Oh, no, no, we're going to try this. we got to try glass. this. Yeah, no, no, we're not clinking glasses. I would not clink glasses over oh, the state. Apple. So this is, um, so talk about abominations. This is proper 12, uh, which is which makes an Irish whiskey. Um yeah, and uh, what's the, what's the what's the fighter's name? Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. He's going to come pop me one probably because I said that. But um, um, I will say this: this last week I received in the mail from an eBay order the hooded sweatshirt that goes over the proper twelve bottle. Did you? It's a little tiny hoodie. Yeah. Is it, it going to fight? So, yeah. Well, I think that's the, the that's the whole point. A crisp, right. crisp and fresh proper twelve, um, Irish apple. So this is an apple flavored whiskey. This just came out, by the way. So, all right. No, I don't think there's any green really apple is the kind of nose on it. This just let me smell it. It was made with real apples, not flavored. He's saying that it's made with real apples. That does. I'm going to tell you right now that does not smell like real apples. It smells like jelly. It smells like green apple, and it tastes. Natural apple flavors does, and Randall can attest to this, that natural apple flavors does not mean like real apples. Right. In terms of flavor and labeling, natural does not mean that it actually was at any point an an actual apple. It was anywhere near an orchard or a tree. Right. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, tasting this, there's no way. There's no way. This is that. That's. That's apple flavor. That's real apples that we're used to. Oh, there's no way. They might have one over the top, but this is like Jolly Rancher flavored um, whiskey. I mean, here's the point on like, I always say like, I don't really don't have a problem with flavored stuff. I mean, we just did like John John Tapper's bourbon and stuff like that. I don't have a real problem with any of that. As long as you take the taste of whiskey, this I, my problem with this one is I don't even know if I I don't really taste whiskey in this. Do you? Studio lines have tried this. They're, oh, I haven't given that. I don't yeah, know. Sorry. I, it's seventy. It's seventy proof. I think so, that proper twelve, and that's usually kind of a great marketing niche, right? And then and that's all they have. But why would you add apple to that? Because there are people who want to still drink proper twelve. Just like there are people who are very brand loyal to Ardbeg and other brands that I have yeah, a lot of respect yeah. for. But like, <laughs> I, I'm not. Are you saying you don't have respect for Proper 12? Is that what you're I, I, did, I just did say that, yes. Okay, okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Because when he comes and knocking, I want to point him to you. Well, not it's me. not. Everybody can like what they like. I like but I'm I guess just going to say that there are people who love this brand, and I am not one of them. Um, Here's, here's my thing is uh the base the base for this one minute could have been made with any other alcohol product vodka right but they're because they're a whiskey brand right, and right, they're right. irish whiskey they have to do this well, they were doing irish whiskey but i i don't taste any i don't taste any whiskey let's put it that way i'm tasting the apple what do you guys think you guys taste the apple do you taste whiskey do you taste thumbs whiskey? up thumbs down no just apple just apple 
It's yeah. gateway whiskey. You say, no, no, you're wrong, Jim. You're wrong, Jim. I am an alcohol expert and not a surgeon. 30 seconds. It it actually tastes, it doesn't taste like gateway because gateway whiskey tastes like whiskey. Too. The flavor whiskey, this does a little not. in so that you can act that's right. to it. That's right. All right. I think we're, how much time we got left? This it's like 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Randall, get us out of here. Just right? when you thought you were acclimated to It's the Liquor Talking, we end the show. And thank you for listening. We'll be back with more in the future and additional stuff on Facebook Live and podcasts. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Dad. All right. You're not going to be in next week? Nope. I'll be uh, down at the conference. Okay, I'll take care of it. Have a good trip. And don't forget to disconnect. Disconnected. I've been disconnected for a long time, Dad. All right. <laughs> I'll